0: Breaking news podcast, I haven't had to do one of these before, but obviously news of Vince McMahon retiring as chairman and CEO of WWE warrants an emergency podcast. This is crazy news. This is crazy. I genuinely, in my entire time of being a wrestling fan, never would have ever expected to see. Vince McMahon retire as CEO and chairman of the company. Maybe not running creative, maybe not running certain aspects, but to to be retiring as CEO and chairman blew my mind. In fact, when I saw the tweet that he dropped this afternoon, I was under, my initial impression was to think that he had been hacked or that I was looking at a really good imposter account. Saw that it's real. I saw that he tweeted at 77, time for me to retire. Thank you, WWE Universe, and now ever together, hashtag WWE, hashtag thankful. Obviously, this news sent major shockwaves throughout the industry because this has major ramifications behind it. Vince McMahon is the most powerful person in all of wrestling, well, at least was until this moment. Now, he's still a majority uh, stockholder. Um, He still, you know is not technically gone from the company because of that. He's still a decision maker. However, he is no longer the CEO and chairman. CEO is now two people, Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon. Um, the, Stephanie had taken over as CEO uh, when Vince McMahon stepped down recently because of the allegations of misconduct that were brought against him. But now it's it's official. Like she is co-CEO with Nick Khan. It was mentioned in a longer statement that WWE put out from Vince McMahon. Uh, let's, Let's dig through it a little bit. He said, as I approach 77 years old, I feel it's time for me to retire as chairman and CEO of WWE. Throughout the years, it's been a privilege to help WWE bring you joy, inspire you, thrill you, surprise you and always entertain you. I would like to thank my family for mightily contributing to our success. And I would also like to thank all of our past and present superstars and employees for their dedication and passion for our brand. Most importantly, I would like to thank our fans for allowing us into your homes every week and being your choice of entertainment. I hold the deepest appreciation and admiration for our generations of fans all over the world who have liked, currently like, and sometimes even love our form of sports entertainment Um, that alone right there. I mean, as a wrestling fan, um, you just go like, man, these are words you never thought you'd hear Vince McMahon say. I mean, I know that you assume he, you know, he obviously has an admiration for the fans in some way, shape or form. Um, But for a long time, you know, I think he has the, it seemed like he had the attitude of like, I did this, you know, this was me. So to see him for once kind of like saying thank you to everybody, you know, saying thank you to the fans, saying thank you to the wrestlers, saying thank you to his family is, is, is fairly out of character, I, I would think, for Vince McMahon, at least on a public front. That's not the, the public image you normally see from him, he, um, from my perspective at least. He went on to say, Our global audience can take comfort in knowing WWE will continue to entertain you with the same fervor, dedication, and passion as always. I'm extremely confident in the continued success of WWE and I leave our company in the capable hands of an extraordinary group of superstars, employees, and executives. In particular, both chairwoman and co-CEO Stephanie McMahon and co-CEO Nick Khan as the majority shareholder. I will continue to support WWE in any way I can. My personal thanks to our community And business partners, shareholders, and board of directors for their guidance and support through through the years. Then now, forever together, Um, just like crazy. Like I was saying, you know, chairwoman is now Stephanie McMahon. Co CEOs Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon. I would say, you know, for a long time, definitely the past decade, I always assumed that Stephanie McMahon would take over. As CEO one day. I always expected Stephanie McMahon to take over the company, to become CEO and chairwoman. It was the inevitable path, inevitable path for Stephanie McMahon. So when she announced that she was taking a little leave of absence earlier this year, and then, you know, all the stuff with Triple H and how he'd had his health issues and he was taking a step back, all of those things led me to believe that maybe I was wrong. And so I didn't expect it to happen under these circumstances. I expected it to happen in a much different way, but now that we're here, there's only one person equipped to run the company in the wake of Vince McMahon, and that is Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon knows every facet of that company. She has been there since she was a child. She's been part of creative. She's been worked behind the scenes. She's been an on-camera talent. She works with business partners. She works with. Uh, charitable uh, companies, you know, the the charities they work with, um, she's all over the place. So if there's one person who can run the company in the wake of Vince McMahon's absence, it's obviously Stephanie McMahon. If you'd asked me when I was younger, I would have expected, I would have maybe said Shane McMahon because he was around more. But I mean, the last like 10 years, Stephanie has been such a visible part of the back end of the company, she's been doing so much for them uh, to change the the, the perception for, from certain uh, media partners and and all these different things. And so I think that Stephanie has been a very huge part behind the com- behind the scenes of the company and will only help the company as she stands in that position now. Obviously, Triple H. It was announced as well on Friday morning before the news about Vince McMahon came out. It was announced that Triple H would be coming back. Uh, in his and resuming his duties full-time again as well so you know uh, he'll be around as well and I think that for you know prior to things that happened over the past couple months I think that's naturally who the majority of wrestling fans assumed would be taking over I mean he had been basically doing a, a model of what a WWE under his you know, control would look like while doing NXT for the past, what, maybe like seven years, 10 years, something like that. And it was, it was one of the most popular products in all of wrestling for a time. So I do believe that, you know, with the two of them back in the company fold doing things, it's, it's really good for the company and can only help matters in, in every single facet. Nick Khan still there as well. Um, we don't know enough about him, but what we do know about Nick Khan is that he's a very business savvy person. Also, good to have around as well when you're gonna have to kind of reform—not reform, I guess—but you know, make a make a a new image, a, a, a new version of the company in your in their image, you know, rather than the way it was with Vince behind it. So, um I do have a few questions. In the wake of this, though, uh, I plan to write a longer article where I answer my own questions, but we can kind of talk this out in real time here as I think about it. But, you know, one of the things it was the biggest question I've had, the number one thought that comes to mind is uh, who takes over creative, you know, for decades now, since you know, he took over the company, he has been the sole creative vision of WWE. You know, he's had influences from others. Vince Russo, Paul Heyman, um, you know, who have have been involved, other head writers, all sorts of, you know, cooks in the kitchen. But at the end of the day, the final output, the final product that comes out is Vince McMahon's creative vision. We know that he is still, you know, was still writing things, uh, was still heavily involved in every facet of the creative department. So who takes over creative now? I think there are a couple front runners. I think the first front runner would be Triple H. I think we've seen like I said what he did with NXT, how successful it was, how he helped it grow, and all the good things that he did when he had the ability to have full control of what he was doing and I think that fans loved what he was doing with NXT. So many of the wrestlers at the top of the card in WWE right now started in NXT. Seth Rollins, there's Finn Balor, Damian. You know, I'm just I'm just naming people off the top of my head, but like a lot of these guys who are the main people that were seen on Raw and SmackDown Roman, you know, Roman Reigns, not necessarily, but all the rest. But I mean, Roman Reigns was in NXT briefly, but I mean, like the the, the Charlotte Flair, you know, Bailey when she comes back, you know, majority of the roster went through NXT, has good relationships, has a good relationship with Triple H. And I think that. Triple H makes the most sense. I think that Raw and Smackdown with his creative vision would be very different. I think that we could see a much more realistic product that the fans really get behind. and and I think that uh, from a logic standpoint, he's really good at making logical decisions as well when when given the you know the opportunity to have, full creative reign. So, uh, I think obviously he's the first one that comes to mind. Now, I think another name that's kind of sitting there is Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman has had a hand in creative over the years. People love his creative vision when he, when he has the ability to, you know, have full control, but he's not working on the creative team right now. He is the manager of Roman reigns. He's doing his thing with Roman reigns. Who knows if he even wants that obligation at this point. He had the executive director of Raw gig that he did, but um, that still, he still had a boss. He still had Vince McMahon. It was not, at the end of the day, his final decision, everything. So I'm wondering, would he want the opportunity to do that again? I think that's a big question right now. If he would want the the opportunity to have full creative reign to do stuff, I, I, I would think that he might be interested, but I don't have any insight into nope. I don't have any insight into that whatsoever. Another two name, two names that stick out to me are Bruce Pritchard and, and Kevin Dunn. They're already there. Bruce Pritchard is already uh, basically the guy in charge under Vince McMahon. So would he just become the new final say and things would carry on uh, as, as they are going, have Kevin Dunn continue with the production side and be in the final, the production side, Bruce Pritchard the final say on the creative side. And they go from there that would obviously be a likely scenario as well since those people are already in place in those positions also another thing i'm wondering i'm wondering if a whole new system for the creative process is determined in the coming months make it more you know making it more like a tv show where they have the creative outlined long term ahead of time you know they have scripts done ahead of time and that way you know there's a writers room pumping them out final say is going to the you know executive producer or whatever but things can be running at a more pace and maybe not having scripts that are torn up you know right before the show goes on or something like that you know um that's those are the things that all stand out to me i don't see them having some person that comes out of left field that we wouldn't already have thought of uh, other than those people so that's to me the the most likely uh, options for for who takes over creative I also think the big question is, could the shows look different if, if one of, if someone else, you know, when someone takes over. And I think the obvious answer is, yeah, I think the shows are, are definitely going to look different. If Vince McMahon is no longer in charge of creative, I think that Vince McMahon, you know, had a vision and, and he and he stuck to it, but I I do think uh, just from a fan perspective that, um, there are changes that can be made. I think there are, um, I do think that in a, in a way um, you can humanize the wrestlers a little more. I do think that like people relate to people that they can understand, which is why I like doing out of character. You know, a lot of times it's my favorite comment that I get when I do the show. Someone says, is I'm, I'm more likely to cheer for that person now that I heard them on the show because I understand what they're about, what their motivations are. And that's my favorite comment that I get when we do the show with someone because I genuinely think that, that's a place where WWE could strengthen things a little bit more and, and making you relate to people a little more. Um, that's just, I think, you know, in, in, in 2022, I think people want authenticity and it's tough to do with wrestling, which, um, you know, is a scripted environment. But since they are portrayed as real people to some degree, I do think that it helps to humanize them more. And I could see that being a thing, you know, with, you know, more packages on. Uh, profiles on some of these people so that we learn who they are. Now, obviously, this just depends on who takes over creative. You know, if it's Triple H, I think it'll look probably more like what we saw NXT like. If it's if it were Kevin Dunn and Bruce Prichard just kind of taking on a bigger role in, in what they already are doing, I think it would probably look very similar. Um, if it were to be Paul Heyman, I think it would be drastically different than what we've seen on TV. So um, I really just think that it depends on who takes over and what they're willing to do To take the company into a new direction, uh, one that doesn't have Vince McMahon leading the charge. Oh, I think another thing that people are, uh, the question I have in my mind is you know, for a long time there was talk of sale of the company. People were wondering, sale, you know, talk of sale, selling the company or whatever. Um, Does this make that more likely? This is one question I definitely don't have the answer to, but I do think it's worth thinking about. Um, I don't know. I, I know there's, you know, you hear there's outside interest, um, if there's outside interest and, you know, maybe another company presents them a, a clear outlined vision for how they'd like to take things forward. Um, it's, it's very possible that they might take it seriously. I mean, Nick Khan has said openly that they'll talk to people, you know? So I do think that that's something to keep an eye on as well. Also, there's the another big question: is 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 could Vince McMahon return? Like, I think that in wrestling, we all are like so pre are so like uh, dialed into not believing retirements. We've seen so many wrestling retirements that didn't stick. Uh, Vince McMahon is still the majority shareholder of the company, so even if he's retiring as CEO. And chairman, Even if he's no longer in charge of creative, he's still involved in the company. And, you know, it's very possible that things could change in six months to a year. And he does come back. It's possible we, he doesn't ever come back. I think that because I started this off by saying that I never thought we would see a, a WWE where he wasn't the chairman and CEO um, while still with us. I think because of that, you can't rule out the fact that it's possible that he might return one day. He's a he's a workaholic. Uh, he is a, a guy who likes to control the the direction of his company. So even from the sidelines, things could change. I I don't know necessarily. Uh, I, I think that you know the way he worded this does make it sound like he's like he's leaving. You know, but we've heard so many retirements in wrestling that it is tough to like. It is tough to, like, um, it is tough to, like, think that he won't ever come back in some way. Like, and I, I say that with a, I, I say that and I'm not even confident. I'm like, I'm sitting here trying to figure out what, how I feel about it because ultimately, like, I think, you know, it would make sense to not come back at this point. I guess it really just depends on what happens in the wake of his absence. You know, I think that if the company is running well, I think that if things are running smoothly, ratings are fine, um, or even increasing, if money is still being made, I would think that he wouldn't have a reason to come back. But I'm also of the person... I'm of the person like where if i was someone who could have a company that ran fine in my absence at that age i would probably i would let the new people do it and enjoy the time that i have left but i don't know he doesn't seem like the type who's gonna want to sit on the sideline so like if i had to bet on it like i would say it's like a real 50 50 chance here that this isn't necessarily the last time we see him as, you know, CEO and chairman, but I have no insight. I have no idea. This is just me guessing off the top of my head. I really don't know. So ultimately I'm going to say, never say never, because that's the big phrase in, in pro wrestling, but I just think that, you know, I think it'd be best for the company if, if he were just to let people do their thing. You know, I think that Stephanie McMahon is equipped to run the company. I think that she's been working for this her whole entire life. I think that there are people in the company who can handle all the creative side of things in his absence, whether it be Triple H, someone else, Kevin Dunn and, and Bruce Prichard, whoever, I think that those things can be handled in his absence. And I think that I think that uh I think that this could be the end of Vince McMahon and WWE. But we'll have to wait and see. SmackDown is tonight. I'm gonna watch it very shortly. Um, I'm not sure if there's any, any talk of Vince McMahon on that show. We'll have to wait and see. So I will part now and, uh, tune back in for the SmackDown roundup. We'll see if there's anything to to discuss when it comes to Vince. That's where I'll do it. So I'll see you guys then. Peace.